I went to the shop and I bought some balloons and then I brought them with me to show you, tell me what you would think if I said this to you. I have this balloon. It doesn't have any air inside the balloon, but we're going to play a game with it. We're going to bounce it up and down. We're going to play another game with it later. Then we're going to use it as a decoration on the wall. What would you think? You might be thinking, well, if you want to do those things, you have to blow up the balloon. You have to put air inside of it. Yes, it does need air. You're right. If it doesn't have air inside of it, we couldn't really play a game with it or we couldn't use it as a decoration or bounce it up and down. That balloon doesn't have any air and it can't fill itself. I have to blow into it. I have to put air into it so it can do what I want it to do. Our memory verse today tells us how Christians are like this balloon because we need something to fill us so we can do what God wants us to do. Our memory verse today is found in Zechariah 4, verse 6. Zechariah is a book in the Old Testament, part of the Bible, and we know that the Bible is the true word of God. God told 40 different men to write down the words in the Bible, and they wrote them down. God gave them the words to write down. Now, these 40 men did not all live at the same time. They lived at different times in history. But it's amazing to know that God directed each one of them, and God inspired them to write down the words that are in the Bible. Wow. The Bible was written in three main languages, Hebrew, Greek, and another language named Aramaic. Hebrew is what the Old Testament is written in. And then Greek and Aramaic are what the New Testament was originally written in. Today, our memory verse is found in Zechariah, which is in kind of the end part of the Old Testament. Zechariah chapter 4, verse 6. And it says, Not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit, saith the Lord. Zechariah 4, 6. So it says, not by might. Well, we shouldn't trust in our own strength or in the strength of other people. Don't trust in your own strength, nor by power. Don't trust in human power. Not by might, your own strength. Not by power, human power. Don't trust in those things. But what should we trust in? But by my spirit, saith the Lord. The Lord is God. God is telling you, trust in his Holy Spirit for power to do what he wants you to do. So just like the air needed to go into that balloon for it to do what we wanted it to do, you need the Holy Spirit in your life for you to do what God wants you to do. If you've believed in Jesus as your Savior, you can ask God to fill you with his Holy Spirit. And you can tell God, thank you, that your strength comes from him, not from yourself. And if you have not believed on Jesus as yet, then you can do that today. And you can have his Holy Spirit to give you strength. Later on, you'll have an opportunity to believe in Jesus and to choose him as your Savior. Zechariah 4, 6. Not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit, saith the Lord. Zechariah 4, 6. Yes, God wants to fill you with his Holy Spirit. We shouldn't trust in our own strength or in our own power. 
God says that we should trust in his Holy Spirit. Zechariah 4, 6. Not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit, saith the Lord. Zechariah 4, 6. God wants you to trust in his Holy Spirit. Through the Holy Spirit, God can give you the power to do what he wants you to do. Zechariah 4, 6. Not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit, saith the Lord. Zechariah 4, 6. the hardest thing you've ever had to learn. Some things can be very hard to learn, and it must have been really hard for Gideon to learn to be bold for God. Remember how we learned about that yesterday? Where was Gideon when the angel of the Lord came to him? Remember how he was hiding in that wine press and he was threshing his wheat? Now, what did Gideon do when God told him to tear down his father's altar to Baal? He did tear it down, but do you remember what time he tore it down? He tore it down in the nighttime because he was afraid. Now, what was the next job God gave Gideon to do? What did Gideon ask God to do so he could be sure God would go with him in battle? Do you remember that test? God told Gideon that he would be used to deliver Israel from the Midianites. But Gideon wanted to make sure. So Gideon did something. He asked God to do something. Do you remember what he did? He put that fleece, that piece of lamb's wool out on the ground. And he asked God one time to make the fleece wet and the ground around it dry. And what did God do exactly as Gideon asked? God made the fleece wet and the ground around it dry. And the next time, Gideon asked him to do the opposite thing. He asked him to make the fleece stay dry, but the ground be wet. And that's exactly what God did. God answered Gideon's prayer. Yes, God was helping Gideon learn to be bold for him. And it was now early in the morning. Gideon had his army of Israelites ready. There were 32,000 men with him, and they were camped by a spring of water. Four or five miles north of them was the camp of the Midianite soldiers, and there were 135,000 Midianite soldiers. Wow, that's a lot of soldiers. So let's think about this. The Midianites had 135,000 soldiers, and the Israelite army had only 32,000 soldiers. That's four. Midianite soldiers against each one Israelite soldier. Wow, that doesn't sound like a very fair fight. If you had four bullies come up and start fighting you at the same time, do you think you would win against them? It'd be very, very challenging. 
Do you think Gideon's men were strong enough to win? The 32,000 Israelites? But God said to Gideon, you have too many men to fight the Midianites. If I let you fight with all those men, the people of Israel will say that they won the battle. God wanted to be sure he was given credit for winning the battle. God wanted to make sure that the Israelites didn't think they did it in their own strength. God wanted them to know that God gave the victory. And if there were too many soldiers in the Israelite army, God knew the Israelites would say that they themselves got the victory. The Israelites would feel proud and think they had done it on their own when really it was God giving them victory. Maybe sometimes you feel proud and you think you can do things on your own, but when your friends ask you to go to a place with them and you know you need to finish cleaning your room or helping your father at the farm, it's not easy to do the right thing. When you have a big test to study for at school and there's no one around, it's easy to get your tablet or go on the computer and start playing games. God has given us his Holy Spirit to help us do what God wants us to do. And our memory verse today, Zechariah 4, 6, says, Not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit, saith the Lord. Zechariah 4, 6. God wants to make you strong in your heart. And when I say heart, I mean the part of you that thinks and feels and makes choices. And God makes you strong in your heart because he does that through his word, the Bible. That's why it's so important for you to read the Bible so you can see what God says and that he can make you strong through his word, the Bible. Now, God doesn't expect you to try to figure out what to do all by yourself. He's given you the Bible so you can know all that he's provided for you. And if Jesus is your savior, you can tell God, thank you, that your strength comes from him. Be careful not to feel proud and think you can do things on your own. And God knew if the Israelites had too big of an army, God knew that they would think they did it all on their own. God knew they would not admit their strength came from him. So God gave Gideon a way to cut down the size of his army. God told Gideon, let any man who is afraid go home. Wow. So that's what Gideon did. Gideon told his army of 32,000 men, if any of you are afraid, go home. And how many men went home? How many do you think were afraid? 22,000 men went home. They were afraid. So how many does that leave Gideon with? Let's see. He started out at 32,000 men, and now 22,000 have left him. That makes it now 10,000 soldiers left. Wow. 10,000 soldiers in the Israelite army, and the Midianites still have 135,000 soldiers. Now, before it was four Midianites to every Israelite soldier, but now that has increased. Now, instead of four Midianites to every one Israelite, it's now 14 Midianites to every one Israelite soldier. Well, surely the Israelites would give God credit for winning the battle now, right? Wrong. God knew there were still too many men. So God told Gideon another thing to do. Take them down to the river and watch the way they drink water. 
And God said to Gideon, I'll tell you which ones to send home. So when they went down to the river, some of the men got down on their knees and cupped their hands and brought water up to their mouth and drank the water that way. Some of the other men in the Israelite army stooped down and they actually drank water right from the river. They put their mouth right close to the river to drink water. Well, when God saw that, he saw that those men who were kneeling by the river and were cupping their hands and bringing the water up to their mouth, God chose those men to stay. So how many men did that? Of all the men at the river, all the 10,000 men, only 300 did that. Wow, 300. So 9,700 did it the other way. And God said to Gideon to send them home. And only 300 men were left. Now, do we have a fair fight? The Midianites have 135,000 soldiers. The Israelites now have an army of 300 soldiers. Does that sound very fair? No, it doesn't. Now it's 450 Midianite soldiers to every one Israelite. That doesn't sound fair. But don't forget that God was with the Israelites. And if you have believed in Jesus, God is with you too. There may be times where it seems everyone is against you. Maybe it's even like 450 to 1, like the Midianites against the Israelites. It can feel that way when you're the only one trying to do what's right. When you have choices to make, whether to go with your friends or stay at home and help your parents or obey your parents, it can be hard. Or when you have a test or an exam to study for and all you want to do is play computer games or chat online with your friends, it is hard. You can ask God's Holy Spirit to take control and help you do the right thing. Then. After you ask him, you can tell God thank you for helping you, and you can trust God to do it, to help you. What does our memory verse say from today? Zechariah 4, 6. Not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit, saith the Lord. Zechariah 4, 6. Now, if Jesus is your Savior, you can tell God thank you that your strength comes from him. God is with you, and God was with the Israelites. He told Gideon he would give him victory over the Midianites with only 300 men. And that night, God spoke to Gideon again. And God said, Gideon, if you're afraid to attack the Midianites, take your servant and go to their camp. Listen to what they say, and you will have boldness to obey me. So, Gideon took his servant, and they went to the Midianite camp. And as they were there, there were so many enemy soldiers there, 135,000 Midianites. And the Bible says there were too many camels to count. Because remember that the Midianites had lots and lots of camels. Well, just as Gideon and his servant arrived to the Midianite camp, they heard two men talking. And one of the men said, I had a dream. A round loaf of barley bread came tumbling into our camp. It hit so hard the tent overturned and collapsed. And the other man spoke and said, I know what that dream means. God has given victory to Gideon over the entire Midianite camp. Whoa, what do you think Gideon did when he heard those words? He worshipped God. 
I think he understood what we've been learning today. I think he was learning that the victory was not going to come from his strength or his power. The victory would come by God's spirit. So Gideon and his servant rushed back to the camp. And they said to the soldiers, get up. The Lord has given us victory over our enemies. Watch me and do exactly as I do. So Gideon divided his 300 soldiers into three groups. So 300 divided by three is 100. So there were 100 in each group. He gave each soldier three things, a trumpet, a jar, and a torch inside. Now, when the Gideon and the Israelites lived, they didn't have things like flashlights. So I would imagine that this torch was like a piece of wood with a flame on the end. Gideon gave each man those three things, and he told the men to surround the Midianite camp. What a strange way to win the battle. Gideon didn't give them swords or spears or shields or chariots. He gave them a trumpet, which is a musical instrument. He gave them a jar and a torch. Usually you don't think of those things as weapons of war, but that's what Gideon gave each of his soldiers. That was a very strange way to win the battle, but it was God's way. God's way for you to have your sins forgiven might seem kind of strange to you, but God's way is the only way. All of us were born wanting to sin and your sin separates you from God because God is holy. That means he's pure and perfect. The Bible even says, all we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned everyone to his own way. You can find that verse in Isaiah 53, verse 6. Astray means away from God. Just like sheep sometimes leave their shepherd and go their own way, you and I do the same thing because we go our way instead of God's way. And that's called sin. Sin is when you go your way instead of God's way. When you copy a friend's answers on a test in school, or you blame your little brother or sister for something that you did, it's sin. God created you and loves you, but he can't allow sin into heaven. All sin must be punished, and the punishment you deserve is separation from God forever in a terrible place that's called hell. But God loves you, and he sent his perfect son, Jesus, to be punished in your place. And Jesus was perfect. He has no sin of his own. He took your sin on himself so you could be made right with God. The Bible says the Lord hath laid on him the iniquity or the sin of us all. Yes, Jesus bled and died on the cross. He took the punishment you and I deserve. And then he rose again the third day after. And now he's alive in heaven. And only through believing in him can you be forgiven of your sin. And it might seem kind of strange to you, but it is God's way. And it must have seemed strange to Gideon's men to be going to battle with trumpets and jars and torches, but it was God's way. So they went off to the Midianite camp, and Gideon and his men reached the edge of the Midianite camp at about 10 in the evening, soon after the Midianites had changed their guards. The men who had gone off duty were probably standing around, maybe talking to the ones who had just come. When the Midianites weren't expecting anything to happen, Gideon blew his trumpet, and suddenly all 300 Israelite soldiers blew their trumpets at the same time. They smashed the jars, and the light from the torches inside lit up the night sky, and they shouted, The sword of the Lord and of Gideon! And wow, 
They all blew their trumpets, that bright light, all those men shouting. It frightened the Midianites so much that they ran screaming. God caused them to be so confused that the Midianite soldiers turned and killed each other. God gave Israel victory, not by military strength, not by human power. God gave Israel victory through his spirit. The Midianites who survived ran away, but the Israelites caught them and killed them. Israel's strength had come from God. If Jesus is your Savior, you can tell God, thank you, that your strength comes from him. Are you willing to do what's right even when no one else is around? Maybe it will be a time that we talked about today, an example like that, where you have to study for school and then you feel like you want to play computer games. Maybe it'll be something like that. Maybe it will be something different, like showing kindness to someone who feels left out. Remember, as you read your Bible and pray, you can tell God thank you that your strength comes from him. But before you can have God's strength, you have to believe in Jesus as your Savior. And if you've never put your trust in Jesus, you can do that today. You can do it now. The Bible says, whosoever believeth in him shall receive remission of sins. Remission means forgiveness. If you choose to believe in Jesus, then you can have forgiveness of your sin. You are a whosoever. Whosoever is anyone. It can be you. God will forgive your sins when you put your trust in Jesus because he died on the cross in your place. And then he rose again the third day. You can believe in Jesus today. If you're ready to make that decision and to ask God to forgive your sins, you can tell him something like this and truly mean it. Dear Jesus, I have sinned and I am sorry. I believe you died and rose again. Please forgive my sin. Please change me on the inside to live your way with your help. In Jesus' name, amen. You can choose to believe on Jesus. And if you do choose to believe on Jesus, then he will forgive your sin. He says that in the Bible, and we know that the Bible is the true word of God. If you would like to read about Gideon and how they fought against Midianites with only 300 soldiers, then you can read about it in Judges chapter 7, verses 1 to 25, and Judges chapter 8, verses 22, 23, and 28. Again, that's Judges chapter 7, verses 1 to 25, and then Judges chapter 8, verses 22 to 23, and verse 28. That's all for this time. Bye!